Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio, all about shooting, hunting, self-defense, and more. Now, here are the hosts of Gun Sports Radio, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. All right, folks, you want up or down? Up. Come on. No, that's not you. Okay, let's try this. I think the last one. The first what are you one. doing, Dave? I got it. I'm good. Some technical. I know, I know. I'm just in the radio voice. He said, "Yeah, are you good?" We're always prepared. I'm good. There You're sure? Go. Let me let me find out which one is you. Oh yeah, there you are, right there. Even better. I all think right. we're on Gun Sports Radio with Lance Pelkey and Dave Stahl. Hey, oh, come on! Just because you guys took over one time, you're already taking <laughs> over again. Everybody's a critic. This is Gun Sports Radio Show 68. I can't wait till it's 168,492. Hey, we really want to thank Gun Range San Diego for all of their support. These guys have been with us since day one, 7853 Balboa Avenue in lovely San Diego, 10 to 10, seven days a week, the gunrangesandiego.com. You really, really, really need to check this out. 10 to 10, you need to go there. They'll hook you up with all sorts of wonderful things. It's what I call the Nordstrom's of gun ranges, just not the price. Hey. That's a great segue. Who we got calling? Hey, well, you know, we, before we do that, we have our we have our guest, uh, you know, Mark's here, Mark Van Buskirk, and so he was at. Uh, we were at the gun range San Diego today, right, Mark? Yeah, as uh, someone that has never been, just had a great time. First time, huh? first time, okay. had a wonderful time. Where's he at on our he list? Shooting, and also he was with a uh, he was with a paramilitary guy, according to KFMB. Oh yeah, yeah. Look at me, KFMB so the, or KUS? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, KFMB yeah, channel. Yeah, the paramilitary camp guy. All right, that'd be me. So supposedly, that'd be you. <laughs> oh yeah, this may see. Which yeah. one's you? With the, the little guy? picture right there. That little guy right there. Yeah, that little guy right there. Yeah, <laughs> paramilitary. All so, right. Anyway. Well, hey, let's go ahead and jump to uh, Marsha Nordstrom. She is a candidate for the San Diego County Board of Supervisors. How are you this afternoon, my dear? I am well. Thank you for having me on. Our pleasure. So, Marsha, you're running for county board. That's correct. So for the uh, the folks that are listening who don't know, the county board of supervisors is kind of like a city council for the entire county, and it's uh, divided up into districts. And, Marsha, which district are you running in? I'm running for District 4. And which covers? Oh, that covers uh, La Jolla, the beach areas, all the way down the coastline into Little, little Italy, excuse me, Little Italy, um, downtown, Old Town, Encanto, parts of Skyline up into West uh, Webster, Claremont, um, UTC, Kearney Mesa, and uh, Linda Vista. Nice. So all the taxes that are collected on the county level, um, that's the big, uh, the big thing that you guys decide is how's that, how, how that is spent. And basically, anything that's outside of a uh, an incorporated area, you guys have a lot to say about what goes on in the unincorporated areas. And you also, one of the big things you do is provide the budget for, uh, uh, for example, the sheriff's department. Um, now, what? Talk a little bit about your background. What made you run for for county board? Well, I've actually had a uh, a long history of being involved in local grassroots politics. So I. I know the city council uh, people over there in the San Diego uh, city council. And um, I was actually looking to run for city council, but the incumbent, uh, Lori Zaff, is running. And so I, I, I won't run against her. And so the other open seat is the supervisor's seat. It's, it is open. So someone's, uh, who's terming out? 
Ron Roberts is terming out. Ron Roberts. And he's a longtime county board uh, guy. He's been on there for like 20-something years. Yeah. How do you term out? He's been there for so long. Well, they just passed the, the term limits. Just, is that, oh, okay. Yeah. So this this is, uh, well, I don't know, what was that, four or six years ago? So this is the, uh, after the term limits, he's now, this is the end of his second term. So uh, there's going to be a big, big shake up in the next, uh, you know, next two to four years uh, when it comes to the county board. So what do you bring to the table as a, as a supervisor? What do you bring to the table? Well, I bring my experience in working on on a grassroots level. So what does that mean? That is, is that I've got a background and experience in working with people. So we've worked with uh, people, community groups. Um, law enforcement, government agencies, our elected officials, um, as well as individuals, to address problems. Oh, Marsha? Yes. Oh, we lost yes. you there. So oh, to- you say I sort of bumped out a little bit. So to oh, ad- my gosh. Oh, are you- to address- are you still there? Yep, to address problems. Go ahead. Okay. So I'm sorry. So, yes, to address problems that could, you know, be anything from speed bumps to, you know, um, nuisance problems like uh, the short-term vacation rentals. So what that does is is working with people, you learn how the agencies work and how to come to the table and work out solutions. Because a lot of times when you have a problem, it's, it's not just one or two possible solutions or issues. You may have four or five different perspectives, you know, that, that come to the table. So you need to work with everybody. And, and if you don't make everybody happy, but at least you can come up with a solution that allows you to move forward, you know, a lot of times that's, that's, that's a win-win. So some of the things, I'll tell you what, let's get to the Second Amendment issues. The, a lot of the, uh, one thing that the uh, county board has a lot of say over is uh, many of the outdoor shooting ranges are in the unincorporated areas, uh, like Lemon Grove Rod and Gun Club, South Bay Rod and Gun Club, uh, Talk a little bit about where you stand on Second Amendment issues and specifically, uh, you know, what would you do to protect some of these outdoor shooting ranges um, that, uh, you know, uh, society is, is kind of moving towards them and, uh, you know, uh, housing uh, areas are being built closer and closer to uh, shooting ranges that have been there for 50, 60, 70 years and now they're, you know, moving in next to a shooting range or close to a shooting range and then complaining that they're, you know, uh, hearing uh, uh, gunfire, that sort of thing. But talk a little bit about how are you going to protect uh, shooting ranges and, you know, do you have an interest in protecting shooting ranges? Well, first of all, I do have an interest in protecting the shooting ranges, and I'm an advocate for the Second Amendment. I believe that it's a right and it's also a choice. So I don't want other people telling people who would wish to own a gun that they can't. So when it comes to development and shooting ranges, you know, if, if a shooting range has been there and they're legal and compliant, um, you know, de- development that is moving into the unincorporated areas, we do need housing. We need affordable housing. And we also need housing that's affordable. But, you know, everybody has a stake in the neighborhood. And so we need to work with the, uh, the businesses and the shooting ranges that are already there. Does it mean that they have to go away? And in general, what's what you know? How do you feel about uh, gun ownership? And in general, how do you feel about you know people's ability to uh, keep and bear arms? I believe that people should have the they, they have the right, and they should be able to make that choice. Um, I mean, there, there's some of these other the, the guns that are. Um, oh, I'm I'm sorry, I'm at a loss of words. But in general, I just think that people have the right, and that they should have 
be able to make the choice for themselves. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. So if you don't have a gun, you can find another means. Well, more importantly, uh, guns give people the means to protect themselves from people who want to kill people. That's, that's exactly right. And we've got instances where that's exactly what has happened, that if somebody didn't have a gun that, w- w- that they were able to use to stop uh, a shooter from or a serial killer from actually you know, killing more people, um, it would have been a lot worse. So, so generally... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, not at all. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. But generally, uh, so one of the things that comes up a lot, and we talk a lot about it, um, and, and and a big reason we talk so much about it is because uh, we, it's something we could have a direct impact on here in San Diego, and that's uh, carry concealed weapon permits that are issued by the sheriff. As If you were elected on the county board, um, uh, how would you work with the sheriff or what would you do um, to help uh, expand um, the ability for a sane, trained, law-abiding citizen to get a CCW from the sheriff, or do you agree with this current policy? I don't agree with the current policy, and, and I would want to know why it is that they that they um, are against the concealed carry. Um, there are there are rules in place. There are ways that, that that things that people need to know in order to be able to carry a gun and be able to get a gun. Um, so I would want to know what their concerns were, and then working to address them in a way that allows people to be able to get the concealed carry permit. Nice. So, okay, so in general, it sounds like you're very much in favor of people's ability to practice their Second Amendment rights, to be able to uh, keep and bear arms. And i, I got to tell you, you're running against a very dangerous opponent uh, on your Democratic side, uh, uh, Nathan Fletcher, who is very anti-gun and extremely hard to uh, nail down when it comes to any position. The guy's waffled on everything. I, I've watched this guy's career from the very beginning, since before he was elected to the Assembly, and he's running for uh, uh, for a county board in your district as a Democrat, and he's just absolutely a horrible, horrible candidate. Um, and this is such a great example of why we need folks to get out and vote. I can tell you that, uh, you know, he, that uh, Marsha's answers are outstanding compared to, uh, um, to where uh, Nathan Fletcher would stand. Marsha, if people want to learn more about you and, and uh, donate and get involved in your campaign, what's, what's, what should they do? Uh, they can go to my website, which is Nordstrom for Supervisor, um, dot com. I'm sorry, so Nordstrom for Supervisor dot com. And I'd be more than happy to, if they have any other questions or wish to meet with me, talk with me more about the issue, I'd be more than happy to meet with them or talk with them. Great. That's Nordstrom and then the number four supervisor? Oh, I'm sorry. It's Nordstrom, F-O-R, Supervisor. Excellent. Okay. Anything else you want people to know about how they can help you out or anything else you want them to know about your campaign? I think that they just need to know more about the issues. They need to make the decisions for themselves. Um, I believe that you need to be more aware of how the politics that, that uh, that's out there does affect them, and they need to be well-informed in order to make a good decision when they cast their vote. All right, Marsha, thank you very, very much for taking time out of your day. You have a wonderful Sunday. That's P-B-N-O-R-D-S-Y at AOL.com. All right, folks, we're going to take thank a small break. Our pleasure. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on AM 1170. The Welcome back to Gun 
Gun Sports Radio. I'm Dave. Hey, baby. I'm Lance. And what was that girl's name? Christina Cortina. So thank you very much, Christina, for listening in on Gun Sports Radio. Where she live at? How far away? She's all the way in St. Louis. In St. She Louis. used to live here in San Diego. In St. Louis. Moved out to St. Louis, and that's where. And she uh, sent me a thing on Instagram saying she loves the show. Good. Well, that's what we like to hear. Hey, this segment is brought to you by Trident Gunsmithing. Well, you know, last week Trident Gunsmithing threw out a three percent above cost on all in-store firearms and rifles and piston pistols. Well, guess what? They're going to run it all the way through Thanksgiving. In-store only, so you need to get over there. Plus 5% discount on ammo, 10% discount on all other accessories. They do the hunter education course there. I'm telling you, you folks really need to check these guys out. That's tritongunsmithing.com, tritongunsmithing.com. And do us a favor and tell them you heard it right here on Gun Sports Radio. Hey, we got John Dillon on the line. Uh Uh-oh our world-famous attorney at law. And tell you what, folks, if you ever need a lawyer when it comes to gun ownership of any kind, cafirearmslaw.com, cafirearmslaw.com, or you can call John at 760-431-9501. He is part of the Gatsky, Dillon, and Valance LLP law firm. And John has become rather well-known with his expertise in this area. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we don't have a lot of lawyers in California that are even thinking about on this, this side of it. Yeah, That's John. John is definitely on the side of you, the Second Amendment. Uh, you know, person that believes in the Second Amendment, the gun owner. John is truly on your side, and if you're lucky, he'll take you boar hunting with a bow and arrow. He sits in the tree, and you run along the ground. <laughs> He's just trying to find somebody to sign up. I don't know who's going to do it. Maybe Joe. Hey, John. <laughs> How's it going, buddy? How's it going, guys? It's quite an intro. But don't you like that idea? If we can get Holyfield to just run around. I mean, he can run really fast. Uh, I'm not, not going to say no to that. That would definitely be an entertaining day. Well, see, Put a little apple in his mouth. But see, that would be the problem. If he's running around and you're sitting at a tree with your bow laughing harder than you can possibly, you'll you'll never shoot nothing. So that's not going to work. we got to get it different. I don't think I'll be, I think I'll have, that'll be a successful day just watching Joe run around like that. I don't even think I need to hunt anything else. You know, Joe's the first time not saying anything. He's not jumping on board. All I'm, all I'm thinking is, I can't wait to do this, but I'm, I'm going to wear the new Alone and Unafraid Silkies. Oh, oh hey. no, not the Silkies again. Oh. So, hey, buddy, tell us some good news. Well, I don't have a lot uh, newsworthy, uh, basically, other than, you know, uh, there's a number of federal uh, regulations that are being proposed and uh, announced all across the board, you know, mostly by our de- Democratic representatives, uh, you know, trying to push for more regulations on assault weapons. But uh, frankly, I don't really don't think those are gaining too much traction, uh, and I don't think we need to go too in depth yeah. into them. But because of that, I did want to go over our own assault weapon stuff that uh, we have here in California, and just kind of give a little reminder to those people who either haven't decided uh, what they're going to do, whether it's to you know change the configuration of their firearms or register their guns as an assault weapon, I figured we'd just kind of go over if you wanted to register uh, your weapons as an assault weapon, how do you do it? <laughs> Excuse me. So uh, basically you have the what they are abbreviating as the CFARS website, the California Firearms Application Re- Reporting System. 
uh, you know, type in CFARS assault weapons in your Google search box, and uh, it'll be the first link there. That's where you will uh, go to register your assault weapon if you choose to do so. Uh, the original registration deadline was January 1st, 2018, but that was actually pushed back six months. So you don't have to register until July 1st, 2018. However, do not wait until then to register. Uh, you know, we saw when this uh, website first came out, it crashed the first uh, couple days. It was even uh, made public. And if you think it was uh, bad then, two days before registration deadline, when everyone's trying to scramble to register their stuff, I would not rely on that uh, website to stay up and running uh, with how many people would be using it. Mm. So that's just a good and if I'm uh, correct, John, to consider. didn't they didn't they come out and say uh, when they first put this out there that if you went past the deadline, there was no excuse of such things like the website being down or yeah. didn't they come out and say yeah, that? So there's no excuse whatsoever. I was out of town. I was sick. Mm. The website wasn't working. None of that will work. There's absolutely no excuse. You have to do it before that date, July 1st, 2018, and it is before July 1st, 2018. Do not go on your computer on July 1st, 2018, expecting to be able to register and everything like that. Do it well beforehand uh, so you're not leaving until last minute. But uh, just a little <clears throat> summary of what's going to be required when you do register. Uh, I will hand it to them. They have laid out the step-by-step process on the website, uh, and you can go through it and get a lot of information on exactly how to do everything. But uh, they're going to require the description of the firearm or and any and all identification marks on the firearm. Multiple digital pictures are going to be uh, required that you're going to have to upload, submit. You're going to have to provide the date you acquired the firearm, <clears throat> your name, address, uh, or the name and address of the place where the firearm was uh, acquired from. So if you bought it from a local gun store, you got to be able to uh, state, you know, where the gun store was and what the name of that store was uh, when you bought it. And then all your personal information. So, you know, your name, address, phone number, everything that you normally have to submit when it comes to uh, buying a firearm. Uh, and that's just a quick, you know, overall summary of what you're going to need to do. They are going to allow joint registration of assault weapons. So if you and your wife want to register on the same assault weapon, uh, you, that is possible. Uh, I've heard that yeah, the, the couple breakdown. the couple that assault weapons together stays together, so that's really nice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, John, uh, you know, no offense, yeah. but all you've been talking about are legal gun owners. How can we mm-hmm. never talk about the things we're going to do to criminals that steal guns and do the things that are illegal? You ever notice that? Yeah, unfort- yeah unfortunately, a lot of laws that are uh, proposed and passed do very little to combat actual uh, illegal criminal activity. Uh, it is, uh, you know, further restrictions on people who already legally own firearms and have done nothing wrong with their firearms. It makes it extraordinarily difficult and confusing, uh, especially if you're not, uh, you know, I'm going to call you like, you know, an in-depth firearms owner in the sense, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, someone could have bought a firearm and gone, they may go shooting once, twice a year. If, in fact, I think a majority of the population that owns firearms, they do not go to the range that much. They don't, you know, 
go out every weekend. They're not involved in mm-hmm. a bunch of organizations like San Diego County Gun Owners. And so they, they're not always up to date on what's going on. And so what you have happen is a lot of people who don't pay attention because they, you know, understandably, they, they have never done anything wrong and they legally purchase their firearm and they think they're totally good to go. Uh, and so they don't stay up to date with the ever-changing laws. And they uh, come July 2nd, 2018, they're going to, you know, read something in the paper or, you know, something online and realize that, oh, I didn't register my firearm because I didn't know I needed to until right this moment. Uh, and they'll be uh, a criminal at that point. And well, it's, uh, it's a scary thing to think about. Well, aren't they con- – see, here's my other thought. Aren't they concerned – that by all these rules, regulations, and the fact that they're totally ridiculous, it's going to start pushing, in my mind, law-abiding citizens down the road of illegality. I mean, it sounds to me, if they keep this up, people are just going to say, fine, I'm just not going to register. I'm just not going to tell you if that's the way you're going to be. I'll keep all my bullets. I'll keep everything. It just seems to me like they're they're pushing us into a situation where they want us to do something illegal. Well, yeah, unfortunately, there's, you know, I'm sure you guys have all seen it. Uh, You know, there's a big do not comply kind of push from some people that uh, their argument is, hey, I've never done anything wrong in my life. I don't plan on doing anything wrong. Mm -hmm. Uh, But these restrictions and new laws are unjust or unconstitutional. And so they're they're choosing to uh, not obey the law, which uh, as a lawyer, I cannot recommend that in any way, shape or form. But these laws and how they are, are implementing them, yeah, it is forcing people to uh, make that choice. It, it just makes me crazy. You know, John, I hear that a lot, too, from people that say, hey, I, uh, you know, I'm just going to keep it in my safe and no one will ever know. Um, you know, and they, they kind of you know, ask, well, gee, are they really enforcing that law and say stuff like that? What, what can you talk about as far as, I know you can't get into specifics on individual cases, but, uh, you know, what, well, how are, well, yes, they, how are they people getting these laws and uh, the fact that, you know, you, you have no criminal history, you know, although sometimes it can't help. It won't really. Uh, I, I have had clients that have had to deal with this type of stuff. And, you know, just because it's, you know, not out in the open and safe doesn't mean that nothing will ever happen. A good general example is uh, when you're dealing with, you know, divorces. Uh, many times a lot of the family and divorce attorneys were, they will immediately instruct their clients, to, hey, let's get a temporary restraining order uh, placed against your, you know, spouse. It's uh, part of the divorce process for a lot of people, uh, especially if it's a highly contentious divorce. When you have these restraining orders, it prohibits you from owning firearms. Uh, and you know, or once that's entered into the system, California has you know the records, and they know whether or not someone owns firearms. And they will come; they can come to your door and walk right in and take everything. And depending on if you're someone who chose not to comply and just uh, stuff something in the safe, that can cause a uh, a lot more problems. Or you don't register your firearms, and then somebody breaks in and steals them, and they're unregistered and they're not compliant. Then what do you do? I mean. Do you, do you claim it's stolen? Right. You well, know. and then if somebody does use it and they find out you didn't register it. Exactly. Well, yeah. even if you claim it's stolen, then they find out you didn't register yeah. it. Or, right. you know, we live yeah. in a a high fire area. You know, you live up on in East County and where there's yeah. a lot of fires. Yeah. You know, it's really exactly. not a good uh, idea to not comply. All right, and Miss. That was a big issue uh, up in Northern California with all these fires, is people coming in and coming back and seeing sure. that all their firearms are stolen. 
big problem. Oh Jeez. my gosh! All right, Mister Happy, that's gonna be <laughs> that's gonna be your new. Uh, hey, let's go moniker. kill some. Let's go kill some boar. Yeah, he's ready. He's got tennis on. Good. You guys are ready. All right, John. Thank you very much. That's from Gasky Dillon and Balance. www.cafirearmslaw.com. Cafirearmslaw.com. Don't get in trouble. Let John help. <clears throat> folks hey welcome back you are listening to gun sports radio joe's having his own show over here you have your own show over there hey you can listen to us at am 1170 the answer that's the app or you can go to the website download it you can like us on facebook.com backslash gun sports radio backslash or you can even go to iHeartRadio and catch us there as well this segment is brought to you by the good folks at gun range san diego 7853 balboa avenue 10 to 10 seven days a week GunRangeSanDiego.com. Go to the website. You will be blown away. It's a Nordstrom range without the price. This segment is brought to you by them. And Joe Holyfield, Hollywood, commonly known as, is in the house. And I found my 50 cal go no oh, go gauge. And I forgot to bring that silly <laughs> thing in. Well, you got to remember, this thing was from 1966. What do you do with it? I don't it's remember. The, it's the, for the headspace timing yeah. on your 50 cal. 50 the cal. Modules. Oh. And if you don't. You screw it all the way in until it stops. Yeah. Three clicks back. You should go no-go gauge. And there's there's little marks on there. If yeah. it makes it through a certain mark, your headspace is good. Right. You can fire your weapon. And if not, it's really ugly. But don't ask me why. I've been hauling this thing around since 1966. <laughs> and I looked at my drawer and I seen it. I was going to bring it in and show it to you. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. but they still. I guess they have to still use those, right? They still use them. To well, this day. as much as they use the mud douche, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I was mounted on my M88. I'll never forget that. <laughs> anyway, so hey, what's kicking, chicken? We uh, are still kicking off the 12 Guns of Christmas here at, at the Gun Range San Diego. Let me this, show you how to work that phone. Yeah, I, it, it's horrible. And uh, <laughs> I am so technologically unsound, it's not even funny. I, I was Somebody uh, was making fun of me today. Uh, People make fun of you? Yeah, they're, they're like, you spent how much money in guns or whatever? And oh. I told them, and then they said, well, I can't say anything. I, I spent that much money on a computer, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't even have a home computer. I don't yeah. even have a computer at my house. Okay, now let me ask you the real important question. How much music do you have on your phone? I have Pandora. I don't need any music. See, I don't phone. have any music on my phone because it's a freaking phone. I have Pandora. I don't Dude, need Dude, it's a phone. You don't need <laughs> music on your phone. I'm not asking you because you look like you're all musically inclined. Mr. Well, Forbes. yeah, it's uh, yeah, I, I, you're a rocker. There you go. You're a rocker. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it when he gets. You his... got music on your phone. We were playing the Ohio Players on uh, Pandora on oh, Saturday night. Gosh, Absolutely, awesome. Ohio Players. All right. So well, hey, what's kicking? That we got the Twelve Guns of Christmas, and this week is the Remington Eight Seventy Stock Combo. So it comes with both the regular stock and the pistol grip. You can interchange them whatever you want. Mm. Oh, retails for four fifty. We've got it for three oh nine ninety nine. Oh my goodness! But get this: between now and the twenty seventh, Remington is given a sixty dollar rebate on all eight seventy shotguns. So you come in, you buy the gun for three oh nine, take your receipt, mail it in, take a picture of it, email it to Remington, and they'll send you a sixty dollar gift card. Wow! So now that, that's a Remington eight seventy eight seventy. Now does that? What kind of reputation does an eight seventy have? Has anybody ever used that before? Oh yeah, there's a few. You know, one uh, or two. Yeah. Well, uh, 
federal law it's a federal law enforcement uses the Remington eight seventy. The Marine Corps uses the the Mossberg five hundred. Uh, the, the Navy uses Mossberg five hundred, but federal law enforcement uses Remington eight seventy. Um, I would venture to say the eight seventy has breached more doors than yeah. somebody who Wait breaches a, a lot of What's doors. What's the Army use? Uh, the Mossberg. Thank you. Yeah, it's a it's a Mossberg. That's why I bought mine. Yep. I love my Mossberg, but you know it comes down to people always ask me like, what's better, the Mossberg or the or the Remington? I'm like, well, it's like, do you like a Mustang or a Camaro? Yeah, yeah. they both do the exact same job. Um, you know, so you buy both. Yeah, get, yeah, get one of each. All right, then you'll have. So then you can play Huckleberry. This is going to run from Sunday to Sunday. It runs from Sunday to Sunday, and if you get it before the 27th, you're going to yeah. get that sixty dollar rebate. So you're getting this or sixty yeah sixty dollar rebate. So you're getting this thing for like you know what is it like two sixty? Merry like Christmas, man! Yeah, People are buying the heck out of those. Yeah, if you don't need to buy for one. Can somebody come to Gun Range San Diego and get a gift certificate for someone to buy a gun? Absolutely, it happens all the time. How can you do that? Happens all the time. Well, you come in and say, "Hey, I uh, I want to buy my loved one, my friend, my brother, my sister, whomever, my boyfriend, girlfriend." Uh, or you, if you want to buy me one, I want to buy Hollywood a gun. <laughs> and, You'll uh, take it. Uh, absolutely. I, one more will fit in the safe. That's, that's, always, right. that's always the answer. How many will fit in your safe? One, one more. more. <laughs> and uh, you come in and, you know, uh, if you want to just do a straight denomination, we, you can just buy a straight denomination gift card. Or if you say, uh, I want to buy them this very specific gun, we will give you the out-the-door price, and you know, down to the penny, and you can buy them for that. Um, and then he, he or she they, has to come in. He or she and do comes in and does the paperwork. Absolutely. So I got some. Uh, you want, I got some trivia on the Remington okay. Model Uh-oh. 870. Somebody's ah, got the Google box out. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's not trivia. I got some interesting facts. Okay. Okay. So in service since 1950. That's when the Remington uh, 870 mm-hmm. first came out. It was 1950. Since then, uh, 11 million of them have been built. Wow. 11 million since 1950. And just in uh, the United States, some of the uh, uh, mostly it's like you said, police uh, police forces that right. use it, and some of the uh, more notable California Highway Patrol, uh, the LAPD, the Sparta, New Jersey Police Department, the Alaska Department of Corrections, Texas Department of Criminal Justice, and on and on. Wow. Plus, it gives a whole lot of other militaries like Thailand's military, the Taiwanese, Switzerland, Sweden, Singapore, Poland, Philippines, Malaysia. This thing is. Well known, well known, and I tell you, you can buy they. They're super fun because you can buy all different types of stocks, magazine extensions, sights, uh, uh, shell saddles. You can hop this thing. Yeah, up. yeah. There's there's a ton and ton. You know, so you buy this thing, you get you get two hundred fifty dollars invested in it at the end of the day. A whopping two hundred fifty yeah. bucks, and yeah, then really. you know you save up a little money here and there, and you can accessorize the heck out of it. But we talk about this in this show all the time about. Uh, Spending your money wisely between the gun and the training. Yeah. So, you know, let's say your budget to buy a gun is only 500 bucks, so you could have bought the Remington anyway for 450 Now you have the money to buy that Remington and get with Manny or any of our other instructors. Can I do both? Range. Can exactly. I buy a, a gift card for the gun and a gift card for the training? Sure, and you can buy. You can put it all on one gift card. Wouldn't that be something? I mean, because yeah. that's a smart way to do it. Don't just buy them a, uh, a firearm. Buy them the training. Buy them the training as well. Even if it's somebody like Joe who's had all the training he could possibly handle, you could always use more. Uh, you know, Manny, who's been on the show before, he's, yeah. he's our lead trainer over there at Gun Range San Diego. We were sitting there talking today about uh, um, wanting to sign up for some more, uh, training. some more training because you never – somebody always brings something new to the table. Mm-hmm. And, then you know, sometimes people bring something silly to the table, and you're like, no, I'm not doing that. But – 
It's uh, like I saw a dude on on the you know don't get your training from YouTube whatever you do. Oh lord! You know cars are the garages are full of YouTube mechanic rejects. Yep. And you know armories are full of YouTube armorer rejects. Oh man! And cemeteries are full of YouTube trained tactical guys. Yeah. So don't get your yeah, training. Don't be there. messing with that. Yeah. Uh. So come. You know, spend the money, get the training the right way, and uh, yeah. So for two hundred fifty bucks, put another two hundred fifty bucks in it. You got a ton of ammo and some great training. And right. you are you guys? Did you open up your training facility? Well, yeah. we got the we got the classroom open. The classroom, next, yeah. We got the big classroom open next door. Uh, we just bought okay. this huge TV for, uh, you know, for giving lesson guides and, and things like that. Oh, great! Um, but you know, Remington's not the only one giving uh, uh, rebates right now. Smith and Wesson's fifty dollars gift card on all revolvers until the end of the year. Uh, the A four hundred Beretta is a hundred fifty dollars uh, promotion code. And um, and like I said, Bremerton eight seventy sixty bucks. Now you may you may not know I'm putting you on the spot, but it seems like a lot of manufacturers are, are giving these doing this rebate thing, which is always, it's always a good promotion for them. Right? Uh, any, any insight as to why everybody's running these promotions right now? They do it every year. It it uh, it seems it does seem more profile right now because um, you know, honestly, gun sales have kind of gone down this year compared to years previous. You know. I think uh, the political climate has made people feel more at ease, like they're they're not going to lose their rights. Uh, to which I would respond, "Don't forget about the Tenth Amendment." I love you know Trump may be who you think he is, however, it's your state controls your gun rights, so don't give up on fighting for your gun rights just because Trump's in office. Uh, but these manufacturers do this every year. Springfield does a thing every year where they do the the magazine giveaway. They yeah. do they do that every year, but this year it was a really big deal, mm-hmm. you know. Because uh, people thought they were doing it to up sales, but they all they all do these seasonal type, well, type just holidays. Yes, holidays, that kind of thing. You know, or, or it, it's it might be something they you know across the board. Smith and Wesson might be sitting on a ton of there you go uh, revolvers of across the board. Yeah, yeah, of whatevers. Yeah, and we still have the the Glock twenty six for four eighty four hundred seventy. Oh, I wasn't supposed to say that on there. That's, uh, that's uh, below there. <laughs> but we got uh, yeah, and then we still have the twelve guns of Christmas. Uh, and we're going to have a ton of Black Friday doorbusters. Really? Yeah, oh yeah we got the uh, – um, we're going to be doing that Glock 26 I just mentioned, even cheaper than what I just mentioned it. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be doing um, 1022s, the KSG shotgun, which is a big – which is a big mm. – uh, Love that thing. Uh, you know, it's very popular, and it's going to be about $200 less than it was a week ago. And Laura, if you're listening, a KSG shotgun will fit perfectly in my stocking. <laughs> yeah, because he has room for one, one more, more gun. Yeah, one more gun. <laughs> That's great. And, and the stocking, no less. Yeah, but we we uh, just can't emphasize enough on you know giving you the the best gun for the right budget, so you get that the training in there as well. And yeah, that Springfield too. That uh, yeah, we got the Springfield. Yeah. Uh, um, a stainless mill spec right now Beautiful. for something ridiculously low. And you low. said that chambered in both a nine and and forty five. Well, the or, one that's on sale yeah. for seven twenty nine, the Springfield yeah. nineteen eleven on sale for seven twenty nine mm-hmm. is chambered in forty five. Yeah. But we do have that Springfield nineteen eleven in nine millimeter. Mm-hmm. Love that forty five. All yeah. right. Okay, we're going to go ahead and take a break, and we have another very special guest on the line. We have Laura Smith, president of the Liberal Gun Club. She'll be chatting with us momentarily. This is Gun Sports Radio. That's like Radio. an oxymoron. You don't hear that often, hey, do hey, you? Hey. No, you don't. Right here on AM 1170, <laughs> the F. Dodge Ram. 
right, folks, welcome back to Gun Sports Radio. This segment's brought to you by Triton Gunsmithing, www.tridentgunsmithing.com. It's your one-stop gunsmithing shop, 3% above cost on all in-store firearms. That's rifles and pistols. All next week, he extended the uh, the big deal, so get ready for Christmas. 5% discount on all ammo, 10% discount on all accessories. That's tritongunsmithing.com, tritongunsmithing.com. Hey, before we go to our guest, Joe, what's your holiday schedule for Thanksgiving? We are uh, on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, it's going to be a short day, but the weekend, we're going to be there. Okay, but you're still going to be open Thanksgiving Day? As far as I know. I haven't been told otherwise yet. Check the website. Will do. All right. So, Michael, is Laura your guest? Yes, she is. Very good. Um, Laura is the uh, president of uh, the Liberal Gun Club, right. which uh, I was talking to her last week, and she said that they've seen a huge spike uh, spike in membership and interest. So I thought we'd have her on the show. Yeah, As you absolutely. know, San Diego County Gun Owners is a nonpartisan group. Yeah. Uh, we want to make sure that everybody across the political spectrum uh, you know, whatever your political philosophy is, respects right. your right to keep and bear arms. So I wanted to have Laura come on and, and talk a little bit about that. All right. Love well, it. hi, Laura. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me. Hey, we're doing a gun show. How much more fun could you possibly be having unless we are at the range? <laughs> well, true. You know, I just bought a, uh, a 1886 L.C. Smith shotgun this week. I haven't had a chance to take out, so I might have more fun with that, but... This is second best. Wow. Yeah, there you go. So tell us a little bit about your organization, the Liberal Gun Club. So uh, just to correct quickly, I'm the president of the California chapter of the Liberal Gun Club. I'm the vice president and the national spokesperson for the national organization. We're a national organization of uh, liberals, not Democrats, but liberals all across the board, everything from libertarians to communists who all respect the right to keep and bear arms. That's interesting. Now, what is the, what's the main goal and focus of the Liberal Gun Club? Uh, the main goal and focus is education. So we do quite a lot of outreach. Um, we have training programs. We have instructor programs. We have shoots. We have get-togethers for our chapters. We have national get-togethers. We're working on putting together a program um, to teach people who've never been around a gun um, how to safely um, unload one if you find one. We think that's a big issue, especially in communities um, where, you know, you your kid may bring one home or where there hasn't been a lot of education on guns. Um, you know, that woman in Florida who fired the handgun to see if it was loaded when she found it in the fitting room with her kids, incredibly lucky she didn't kill her child. Wow. So we want to keep stuff like that from happening. Sorry, i got to pick Dave up off the floor ever since he said the word communist. He's... <laughs> I gotta help him back into his well, chair here. I'm thinking a communist <laughs> with a gun, a communist with a gun. I don't know. Is that a good thing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're uh, we we are we we are partisan in that we are really for the more liberal side of the spectrum. Right. Um, but. But, you know, we're, we are pretty strong um, Second Amendment supporters. Our, our kind of tagline is every single civil right for every single person. Well, oh, let's just, it. I'll tell you what, let's just get it out in the open. I mean, everybody, uh, not everybody, but many people um, are thinking, well, gee, how can this be possible? Because, you know, many of the gun laws, uh, I, just about all the gun laws you can think of that are passed in California are uh, started by, championed by, uh, typically Democrats that describe themselves as being politically liberal. It's very, it's turned into a, you know, liberal versus conservative, Republican versus Democrat. How do you, uh, you know, talk a little bit about that and how do you how do you address that and 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 what are your thoughts on that in general? 
Well, I think it's better addressed as that it's a Democrat versus Republican issue. I, I think that this is where um, the liberal politicians are wrong. But I actually think supporting the Second Amendment really is a liberal position, right? Uh, that, that liberals should be saying, hey, you know, we support the Constitution and we support sort of, right? So, so it seems, at least in the political divide as we see it in this country that conservatives are kind of more the strict constructionists and the liberals are more no these things develop and and this is the one issue where that seems to get flipped on its head hmm. um but it, you know to be a true liberal you ought to be saying hey look we need i might not like this civil right i might not agree that we need to have it but i'm not gonna stop somebody from doing this because i don't like it so now what happened i mean you know if you go back a generation or two um, I, I think it was very much a, a, a liberal issue. You know, there are a lot of quotes by uh, Kennedy um, and many others that talk that are very favorable about civilian ownership of firearms for uh, defense, that's, that sort of thing. So what, in your opinion, what, what happened in the last, well, whatever, 30, 40 years? I think media happened. Um, I think that um, the party saw a, a wedge issue. They didn't. You know, I mean, I, I really yeah. I, I say this a lot. I really think that abortion and guns are really the flip side of the same issue. You know, each each party's stance on this makes absolutely no sense if you look at what they're supposed to stand for. Um, and and I think that they are they are simply emotional wedge issues. And one party picked one and the other party picked another. And neither one of them makes a bit of sense. But it works well in the media. And I, I think one of the other things that happened that happened is both those issues lend themselves to sound bites. Right. Yeah. And um, they and they're fear they, they're fear politics. That's right. what they're about, and and both parties like them. And and this just happens to be the one that the Democrats picked. And I, you know, I think both parties are wrong on on fear politics. But you know, I'm I'm happy to call the Democrats out that this is wrong. And you're up in the you actually live in the Bay Area, right? I do. I live. I'm actually sitting in Berkeley talking to you right now. <laughs> I live I live close to Berkeley. Are so you, are you ducking? <laughs> No, no. You know, it's really funny. We have a ton of ranges here. We've lost a few. Um, Interestingly, mostly because of the cost and value of land and the sound issue, not so much that it's guns. Um, But when you go to the ranges here, you can't get a bench. You can't get a spot. Most of the gun clubs here are completely full up or getting ready to close their memberships. It's amazing. So when lots you and lots of people shoot here. When you're in a, gr- a room full of uh, liberals um, and you uh, are outed as being pro second amendment, <laughs> uh, you know, how does that go over? Talk talk just a little bit about, you know, what happens? What how what's that experience? Um, that experience often is really positive. A lot of my friends are mostly fascinated um, that, that we do this, but I'm, I mean, I'm out about this. It's, it's all over my Facebook page. I mean, I've been on national and international news. It's, it's not like I hide this. Um, so, so my friends mostly know, um, when people start talking about it, I talk about it a lot. Um, I, I have lots of people who say, Hey, would you take me to the range and teach me this? Like, I, I really want to learn it. And, you know, I'm not supposed to, and I can't tell anybody. Um, that is the most common reaction. Wow. Occasionally, I get the, you're an NRA partisan hack, and, and to that I say, you know, go read my blog posts and my opinions on the NRA. They don't like me very much. <laughs> you know, like, that, I, I get that very, very occasionally, but for the most part, I get a positive response. And I think that positive response comes from the fact that 
when you look at surveys even now, about 25% or more of Democratic households have a gun in them. It's not like this is really a political divide. Mm. It really is that the media makes this a political divide. Jeez, what happened to journalism? All right, hey, Laura, I'm going to have to let you go, but I really thank you for calling in, and I'm sure uh, Mike will have you on down the road because you're, you know, you're a bright, fresh air. You know, we don't normally hear that, so we appreciate it. So people can go to Laura Smith at the Well, actually, that, so what's the, actually, what's the website for the oh. Liberal Gun Club? So our website is www.theliberalgunclub.com. You can see our forums, our blog posts, and we also have a Facebook page. All right. Well, hey, keep up the good work, stay in touch, and be safe. Thank you all for having me on. Our pleasure. All right, folks. Well, we're just about out of time, but we want to thank Gun Range San Diego for all their support, Triton Gunsmithing, uh, Gasky Dillon and Balance, uh, all hard workers. And uh, we're going to let this guy talk? Yeah, let's talk. Did he give you any money yet? Did he give you any money yet? (laughs) He didn't give you any money yet? He gave you the money. And who are you, sir? My name's Mark Van Buskirk. Uh, I was CEO of GovX and uh, founder of Oakley's Military and Government Sales Division and Distribution. Oakley's? Like sunglasses? Yeah. Uh, My favorite sunglasses. I don't care what anybody says. Made all the combat eyewear, boots, gloves, and goggles. Sweet. And now today's the first day you went shooting at the gun range San Diego? What, do you live in a box? I I pretty much had the best job on planet Earth. I met those that protect and serve, but nobody was shooting at me. But I traveled the world for Oakley. No Good times. kidding. Yeah. So you, you Saved go- a lot of eyes with that Oakley eye protection, too. So you brought us all Oakley sunglasses? What a great guy. Yeah, <laughs> Which color shall we pick? Oh, you didn't bring any? Oh, okay. Well, no, you're not. but I, I spent the day with Lance out at the uh, San Diego uh, gun range. Did so. Lance get any Oakleys? Uh, no, he's he's actually wearing gators today. I'm wearing gators. He's a gators, gators guy. I know. Yeah, but gators. a lot of ga- a lot of uh, the SEALs have switched to, uh, switched to gators as well. I don't so. like gators. I don't like the metal, and they're too cold. I like Oakleys. Good people. They're all Plus, good people. No, I know, people, I know, yeah. I know. But the Oakleys, you can break them apart. You can change the lenses. I sound like a salesman. <laughs> uh, but So how was your experience at Gun Range San Diego? Amazing. Just I, I didn't know what to expect, but I can tell you as you talk about uh, what that range is like. Was I right? Nordstrom's it's of gun ranges had no without idea. the price. Exactly. And Manny, who uh, helped me a little bit today, was spectacular. Oh, yeah. uh, just friendly staff. Uh, just a beautiful looking uh, facility. Facility. Yeah. facility is spectacular. And yeah. uh, for someone that has never been into a gun range before, it was uh, it was a really great experience. That's fantastic. By the way, by the way, you do know you're moving to Berkeley because <laughs> no, Veronica just heard that they don't. They're getting ready. They don't have any room. They need more room. They need more gun ranges. Yeah, pack them up, buddy. Yep. Can you imagine Holyfield in Berkeley? <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be a hoot in itself. All right, folks. Gun Range San Diego. Give them a shout. Trident, Gapsky, Dillon, and Bounce. But make sure you go sign up for the San Diego County Gun Owners. You've got to sign up. In fact, go to their Christmas party on the 12th. Where's it at? Hale Smith. All right. We're out of here. Right Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.